Hi everyone, welcome back to the Toilet Podcast. This is your host, Ra, and I am back, back and back. Listen, I know I've been a little MIA, but um, life, man, life has been getting the best of me, and I kind of had to take a break because, you know, I'm out here trying to be a podcast host, a bad bitch, a this, a that, and the other, and the third, and it was just becoming too much, so I had to take a break and take care of myself, and, you know, I've also been sick for like a month I've had a cold for like a whole freaking month I don't know what the hell is going on but um yeah so I just needed to take a break but I am back with another episode of the toilet podcast um before we move forward um make sure you are following the toilet podcast on Instagram it is at the toilet podcast um so Go follow us, engage with us, and shout outs to all the people that's been asking me for a new episode. I swear I was in school, um, I, I go to the new school, and somebody cornered me in the cafeteria and was like, yo, Rod, like, when are you dropping another episode? And I was just like, I don't know. Um, and then somebody, like, literally, I posted a video of me, like, lip singing or something, and somebody was like, but when are you going to hit us with another episode? So shout outs to y'all for being loyal, for, um... You know, just holding it down, man. I appreciate you guys so much because, you know, creating something and, you know, keeping up with it, it's kind of hard sometimes. So it's good to have that community that reminds you that, like, you know, they're out here waiting for you to put some shit out. So I'm back with another episode. And on this episode of the Toilet Podcast, I'm going to be talking to NYC Goblin. Now, Goblin is a person that you follow on social media that posts everything you think but can't find the words for. Um, she's probably one of my favorite people that I follow on social media. Um, every time I'm like going through something or just every single day I check her post, I just be like, wow, God, like this is exactly how I feel. So I decided to have her on so she can share a little bit about her experience and how she got to where she is today. Um, on this episode, we talk about boundaries, which is so important. And this is actually something that I've been struggling with a lot these last couple of months. So this episode was really insightful for me and it almost became a therapy session for me um so yeah let's get into it so welcome to the podcast thank you um before we start can you just introduce yourself and tell the people a little bit about yourself what you do who you are what you like what you don't like Ooh. What's popping? What's not popping? You know, just an introduction. Well, I'm Goblin. Um, I'm a photographer and a surrealist. Um, I'm from the Bronx, born and raised. What do I like? I like the color orange. Hey, <laughs> she has orange hair. Um, can you tell us? Actually, I know a lot of people probably ask you this question. Uh, how did how did the orange hair become a thing? How did it become a thing? Well, it was a mistake, and I'm always telling people that, and they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, my shit was, like, pink at some point, and, like, well, it was pink twice, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Like, I actually did it purposely pink, but mm. it was an afro. Um, but when I first did the orange, it came out like a neon pink, and I, I told the hairdresser, yo, I can't get out the <laughs> fucking salon with my hair like this. Like, my mom will drag me. So I ended up a ginger and then went home, got some manic panic, did this, and then um, I do my own logos. So that's kind of how I tapped into like graphic design. Mm. So one day I started doing my own logos and I was like, you know what, let me just try to draw myself. I don't fucking know. Mm. And that's how I have the logo now for my um, Instagram. It was just literally just me doing lines and like scribbles. And then I was like, all right, let me put this on Photoshop. So I, like, took a photo of it on my phone mm-hmm. or, like, scanned it on my phone on the app, put it on Photoshop, and then just started adding colors. Mm-hmm. And I just put it, like, on Instagram, and everybody just started fucking with it. Mm-hmm. And then um, at the time, I wasn't really posting photos of myself, mm-hmm. just, like, images of photography. And, like, people would be like, yo, who the fuck is this? Like, who's Goblin? Mm-hmm. And then I'll just pop out at festivals, events, and they'll be like, yo, are you Goblin? Like you got the same hair as this like you know um avi thing and i was like yeah that's me (laughs) so that's how it became a thing just the drawing of a logo 
that's that's pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, I think it's I mean, it's bold to walk around with orange here and wear it so well. So oh, shout out you. to you because <laughs> it, it it just looks like it fits. Like it doesn't. This is goblin. Like I couldn't picture you having any other color or wearing anything else. Like it it couldn't be yellow. Like it just had to be orange. <laughs> Um, okay, so um, so whenever we have a guest come on, we have them flush one thing down the toilet. So um, what is something that you have to flush down the toilet? Something that you just want to put out into the universe? Something you want to get rid of? Something that's on your mind that's just like mm-hmm. bothering you or not bothering you? Just something you want to share with us? Um, damn, I feel like I have multiple things I want to flush down. I feel like just to put everything together... I want to flush my past away. Your what? My past. Your past. Yeah. Can you, um, what part of it? I know it's probably many parts, but I guess mm. if you were to uh, put it in an order, like what would be the first thing you would need to flush from your past to make space for the next thing or for the rest of the things that you want to flush from your past? Um, unhealthy boundaries. Mm. I feel like that's hella important. I was going to say something else, but I'm like, mm, no. You kind of need boundaries, healthy mm-hmm. ones. So the unhealthy ones I want to flush down. How do you go about creating healthy boundaries? That's something that I'm like really thinking about a lot lately. I feel like you have to do a lot of like sitting down with yourself, but also like when you're in a space with somebody else, um, friends, family, try to remove yourself from certain situations like even if it's a regular conversation just try to like i don't even know how to explain it but like remove yourself from the conversation so you're able to see your your um point of view and their point of view and then just see how that dialogue just goes and if you see or feel like you're getting triggered ask yourself questions like all right why is this bothering me such and such like what don't don't i like about this and i feel like you just literally have to dig in deep and like just go through trial and error mm. to figure out a boundary. Mm. Like it's just a lot of that. So. Yeah, like that's something that I'm currently processing right now because I I think the way I process boundaries is it's like I almost do a pre-screening for the people that I think should be in my life. So it's like I look at you, I'm like, all right, I feel like if I add, you know, like if I I don't want to say take you in, but like. If I bring you into my space, it's because I trust and believe in you. And I trust that, like, you have a mutual level of respect for me, right? Yeah. So you wouldn't hurt me or mm-hmm. you wouldn't do anything to me that, like, would make me uncomfortable. So it's like when I do that screening, I'm like, all right, come in. But then it's always interesting So because when you bring people into your space, at the end of the day, we're humans. And people are people and they come with their baggages. And then it's just like, I had to realize, like, damn... I know I'm talking a lot, but I had to realize, like, damn, like, you have to, like, set boundaries even with the people that you pre-screened and people that you're allowing into your space. And, like, that just blew my mind. Yeah, because I feel like you don't really know people just off of just, like, I don't know, looking at them. Like, Mm -hmm. I can feel your energy, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to still have to do that work to... Or do the work within me to be vulnerable, let you in and see what it's about. And Mm -hmm. then I can do a boundary. Or I can just have my boundaries like, this is what I'm not tolerating from nobody. So Mm -hmm. you either going to fuck with it or you're not. But I I think that with the boundaries thing, like, for me, when I say pre-screen, I do the, like, talk to you about different things. It's like a process. But um, it's just so weird because it's like, like, you would tell someone like experiences that you've had or like when you when you become friends with someone you'll probably share like bad experiences that you've had because that's a part of being vulnerable right and then like i think people will still do the same shit to you and then sometimes it's just a matter of like you do not respect like did i not just sit here and have this conversation with you about this and that and the other and the third and it's still you know, so that's something that I'm thinking about a lot. About like Maybe those people are like, hearing you but not listening to you. Amen. So, I mean, it could just be that simple. Yeah. Um, also, I feel like boundaries, too, they're different with mm-hmm. everybody. Mm-hmm. I feel, mm-hmm. I don't know. We can have our, like, really, like, firm-ass boundaries with just everybody. And then you're going to meet people where it's like, all right, this boundary doesn't really apply to you. Like, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And also, I feel like 
just talking about boundaries, um, something that I was talking to my homegirl about was like just loving people for being who they are and how they come, mm. and not trying to throw boundaries at them. Like once you meet them, mm. like just feel them out, be vulnerable. Like that's the point of just being. Mm-hmm. allowing yourself to be and allowing people to just be who they are mm-hmm. and you can either respect it or not like you feel me like mm-hmm. just let people be them and if that's their character and that's like how they move then that's how they move mm-hmm. like you have the choice to choose every day mm-hmm. and like make that decision to fuck with the people you fuck with mm-hmm. so digging deep right now I know. I like, yeah, I feel like I'm I'll like be chatting so no I feel like I'm like in a therapy session right now because yeah. These are things that I think about all the time, but it's mm-hmm. interesting to be able to have a conversation with someone else about them. So yeah. I'll be in my head all the time. Yeah. So. Okay, so <laughs> let's talk a little bit about what you do on social media. Uh, okay. And I'm just going to say off the rip, the reason why I wanted to have this conversation with you because you are someone that I connect with on social media. Like oh. anything mm-hmm. that you post, I'm like, yo, I feel this way. Bro, I get nice. this. And it's like I'll, for a long time, I felt like I have a hard time vocalizing my feelings. Mm. Either I feel like I'm the only one who feels this way or I just can't put words to it. Mm. And I see your post and I'm just like, yo, like that's exactly <laughs> what I was feeling. So um, how did that journey for you start, the journey of sharing uh, your thoughts, your experiences, and then being able to like, I guess, I don't even want to say just share it so well that you're able to connect with others. Like how did that process start? Again, took time for me to, like, I had to sit down and do that inner work. Um, I used to write poetry before I started doing photography, so I was always in my head. I was always like, why is this happening, and why am I going through this? Why do I feel this? Like, I don't know how to put it into words. Mm. Um, So I don't even really know how I just started writing, but picked up a pen and paper, and, like, at night... That's when all the thoughts come rushing in. Mm-hmm. And I would just sit in my bed, not talking to nobody. I used to get bullied, like, at school, like, a mm-hmm. lot, like, growing up. So it was, like, a lot of that pressure, nobody to talk to that would understand. Mm-hmm. So I guess I closed myself off to the point that, you know, I had to pick a piece of paper and a pen up and, like, just write. Mm-hmm. And, like, these words would come, and I'm like, whoa, like this is lit like this is cool but i never shared it Mm. um so i would just have journals of poems and then um i think before i started doing photography i was like let me just put a piece out i was probably still in high school Mm. and i'm like let me just share this sign it off as nh Mm. see what happens and some people like were like receptive of it so Mm. i'm like okay cool not too many people but a good amount and I'm like okay maybe I should just start doing this um after a while I'm just like you know what like being in my head I see images in my head so I'm like hmm it'll be cool to actually do photography like I've always wanted to do it so I started shooting um then it got to a point where I actually learned my camera and I'm like okay let me do photo series Mm. and that's when I started just putting everything out there like Yo, everything. Like, I feel like my photo series are literally my whole soul. Mm-hmm. Like, just putting it out there. And I'm like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to just have to put it out there and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Like, at the end of the day, it's for me. So, as long as it's for me and I like it and I'm speaking in my truth, I'm standing in my truth, somebody's going to see it. Somebody's going to respect it. Somebody's going to um, be receptive to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and those people are going to be my tribe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they'll find me however, wherever, and we'll connect that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, again, that leads into surrealism, me getting in my head again. So, the, so surrealism started, um, obviously, after poetry and photography. And um, surrealism, for me, started because I couldn't even write anymore. Mm. Like, the words weren't coming no more. I just felt it. Like, it was just feelings. I was like, yo, I don't know what the fuck to write. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what to do. So I just, like, randomly started, like, fucking with my own photos and making collages. So surrealism is mixed media. Mm-hmm. But for the people that don't know what mixed media is, it's also just digital collages. I do it digital. 
other people do it actual like mixed media like different um i guess materials um and uh yeah it got to a point where i couldn't even talk about certain shit it was just like this heavy ass energy mm. and i say heavy because usually i create out of pain or i used to create out of pain mm-hmm. and um i started doing mixed media and people would just look at it and they're like yo like i want to know what the fuck you thinking right now mm-hmm. like i need to know what this means mm-hmm. and i'm like okay like i guess we could spark a conversation <laughs> and then the words will come um and so i don't know i feel like the people that I follow do the same practices, if not more practices spiritually. Mm-hmm. And so they'll post like their practices, their words. And I guess some of them are poets, mm-hmm. writers. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, I resonate with this. Like, this is low key my tribe online. Mm-hmm. So I'll take what they're posting and just put it on my story. Mm-hmm. If this is how I feel, then I'm going to post it. Mm-hmm. If I feel like somebody can benefit from it, mm-hmm. I'm posting it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah a lot of people they're like yo i fuck with that i i'll be watching your story mm-hmm. i'm like word okay cool i'm gonna just put some words up here and like mm-hmm. i barely really put any photos of myself sometimes on i feel i don't know maybe i'm wrong but i don't really put that much of myself on so on the story stuff um, yeah it's usually quotes yeah because i'm like i wake up and i'll see a quote and i'm like okay cool i like this i Mm -hmm. like waking up seeing a quote Mm -hmm. that can benefit me throughout the day Mm -hmm. and i'll share that so yeah i mean a lot of the stuff that you post it's it sparks thoughts in my mind Mm -hmm. so that's 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 also helpful for me because i guess it's almost like you're arming yourself with some type of knowledge of how to process your experiences at least that's how i look at it but i do want to ask you i know that you use you write yes but when i ask you to introduce yourself (laughs) you only introduce yourself as a a photographer and a surrealist yes so how come you didn't put writer because again even beyond the, the the story uh your captions are always well thought out well put together everything you say makes sense to me so how come you didn't introduce yourself as a writer Damn, the drag. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know, cause I don't, I don't feel like I write often. Maybe I do actually. I think you write often. I, I write a lot. I mean, your journal. <laughs> I'm, so I'm looking at her journal right now, oh and it's my like God. it's a lot of it's shit. like packed. Like there's no space for anything. So I do believe that you you write a lot. Damn, I don't know, cause I'm like, I don't. And this is probably going to sound really fucked up. I don't make money off of writing, so I don't consider myself a writer. That sounds saying. crazy. That sounds crazy. And this is the first time I'm saying that shit out loud. I, that sounds crazy. <laughs> that does sound crazy. Um, but, Like, money don't matter. And that's what's really crazy to me right now that I'm saying that. Oh, I don't make money off of this, so I'm not a writer. That's trash. That's actually trash. You see? All right, cool. I'm gonna count for that. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna think about that. You're gonna go home and dig deep <laughs> and process that thought. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get it. I get it because a lot of times we rely on, I don't know, external validation, whether that be money, people, whatever. I get it. But um, maybe it's because it feels like it's second nature to you. It just yeah. feels like a part of you, and. Like, I mean, you wrote your way through a lot, right? Yeah. And I'm also like, I don't know why the word service is coming up in my head right now. Mm. I'm like, photography is a service. I do it for people. Mm. I do my mixed media for people. Mm. And not necessarily talking about money. Like, mm-hmm. I just do it to do it. Again, to mm. like release my own energy, mm-hmm. but to help somebody else. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing that as a service. And mm-hmm. I don't feel like my writing is a service because I don't go on Instagram and post a quote like on my actual page. But I think it's a service to you. It is. But, mm. <laughs> <A> drag. <laughs> I'm just saying like I do because you know what it is like the reason why I say that is because I'm about to get a little personal but when mm-hmm. I was younger I also used to like write like I have books filled with poetry and it's just like deep and whatever but I never share that with the world and till this day I never share that with the world because to me like that's like my soul Mm -hmm. I can go 
put on a song, I'll dance. Yeah. That's that's also second nature to me, but that's a different side of me. Yeah. You ask me to model something, I could put on clothes and I can pose. Yeah. I could do all these things and I'm willing to share those parts of myself with the world. But when it comes mm-hmm. to my writing, no one has ever seen that's that. That's like your baby. That, baby. Yeah, that's like my like baby. So I'm just wondering like if that's something that or if that's how you might maybe look at it i don't know subconsciously probably now that you're saying that Mm -hmm. i'm like yo maybe i'm really protecting that Mm -hmm. that side of me so i'm not coming out and Mm -hmm. saying hey i'm a writer because i feel like once you come out and you label yourself as such then there's all these expectations that people have of us (laughs) they're like word all right can you write this book for me yeah no yeah also i want to remain kind of mysterious like Mm. even before i was like this photographer or starting out again i didn't show my face Mm. so i'm like people will always hit me up obviously they knew it was me Mm -hmm. but they're like yo online you only show half of your face or Mm. you just don't show yourself Mm. and i'm like yeah i like to be mysterious Mm. so i'm like yo maybe that's what it is because everything is on social media Mm -hmm. like i'm putting my whole fucking life basically on social media Mm -hmm. because that's what i'm conditioned to do Mm -hmm. and um that's probably why I'm holding that that writing part of me and mm-hmm. that poetry part of me mm-hmm. so close to my heart because I'm like, yo, maybe I don't want to fully share this shit right now. Mm-hmm. I'll throw a little caption under my photo to motivate somebody <laughs> and like I'll probably drag somebody on my story or some shit. <laughs> but all the like poetry and all the the, the deeply felt words, I feel like, yeah, I want to baby that i want to hold it mm-hmm. I'm like i don't want to share that mm-hmm. i'll share it with you know with you and mm-hmm. like other close friends but nah. yeah no nah, i agree <laughs> with that i feel like and i feel like that's important though i feel like it's important to hold on to something keep something for yourself especially in this social media crazy just heavy world that we live in like i really think it's important to mm-hmm. hold stuff for yourself so i mean i'm cool with that but I just wanted to know why you introduce yourself as a writer. <laughs> I mean, that's also the same thing with my surreal, uh, my surrealism, because I don't think I post it often, because mm-hmm. that doesn't even come like super. I don't think it comes that natural. I guess I don't know if that's the good word to use, but I have to be in my head, like I have to be in a zone to sit there and make a piece like mm-hmm. that. So I'm like, I don't really share that often, mm-hmm. my my pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of still mine and everybody else's because I'm still kind of sharing it. Mm-hmm. Photography at some point felt like it wasn't mine. Mm-hmm. Like when I first started, I was like, oh, it's me, yeah. you know, shooting friends. Now it's like, all right, I got to shoot this company and yeah. do this for them. Yeah. And their creative director wants me to do this. Yeah. And for a minute, it was like that, like, yo, this shit is not even mine anymore. And yeah. now I'm getting back to... When you ask me what's new, I'm yeah. like, yo, I'm shooting for my fucking brand, something mm-hmm. orange. Mm-hmm. That's me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm laying low with mm-hmm. my shit. Mm-hmm. So now I'm getting back to, like, bringing back photography and putting it back over here like my baby, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. But social media does that. Yeah, it does. It'll be taking shit away from you. So. For real. And you really think you own it, but it's everybody else's now. Um, talk a lot about um, the process of just, like, healing I know earlier this year, or was it last year, you did this challenge. Uh, Can you tell us a bit about that and then maybe just share with us if you're going to incorporate bits and pieces of that in this new Not Something Orange that you're doing? Interesting. Um, So I did a 40-day challenge, and um, I think it was in the end of last year. Yeah, it was the end of last year. Um, I literally heard a podcast, and the lady just said, first 40 days. And I was like, oh, okay. I literally wrote that shit down. I'm like, all right, that's weird that I'm just, like, sticking to that. So I was like, okay, first 40 days. And I sat there, and I was like, yo, do a 40-day challenge. So I made a list of things that I wanted to remove, I guess, from my life. And there were old habits and old boundaries and unhealthy shit. So I'm like, okay, let me do that challenge to to remove all of this, like heavy ass weight that I don't need and as I was doing that every day I would add stuff to my list cause I'm like alright if you're removing all of this mm-hmm. you have to like replace it with something or you gotta add some positivity to this shit and um I did stuff like I was gonna curse <laughs> I did stuff like meditate reflect for like 20 minutes a day journal daily um write one thing you're grateful for if mm-hmm. not give thanks like mm-hmm. out loud um 
read at least three self-help books or any type of books I got off of social media like in the morning like I only check it at three six or nine Mm. um because I feel like those are the hours we need to be posting Mm. as business people um don't ask anyone outside of yourself for advice Mm. keeping calls at a minimum with friends because yo because we chatting (laughs) (laughs) um so instead of like talking on the phone like if i'm able to chill with you in the city if you're in the city let's do that Mm -hmm. like let's be in person Mm -hmm. um no partying no drinking no cursing no cursing um that didn't last how long did that last (laughs) if it did like maybe a week a day or two i wish i think like two or three days Mm. and then when i cursed the first time that day i was like all right i'm not gonna do it again and then it just kept happening i'm like all right i'm gonna just count how many times i curse Mm. yo potty mouth i was like (laughs) all right maybe i shouldn't not curse mm-hmm. let me just curse because it's a part of me so i'm like whatever it's so. that's i think that's also accepting i mean let me not say that but <laughs> if, i i think that it's cool that you gave yourself permission you know yeah instead of like oh and getting mad about it yeah. and being negative about it you gave yourself permission not saying you know but yeah. that, i think that's kind of cool yeah so that goes you know that's a part of the how to heal yourself holding yourself accountable and making making sure you're present and aware of yourself because like literally when i started counting i was like yo sis you really be cursing Mm -hmm. a lot Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i was like you know what it's okay Mm -hmm. like that's you some Mm -hmm. people don't curse and good for you like Mm -hmm. that's how i express myself i curse sometimes like you feel me it's part of me um so i did that for 40 days and i have yet to read the journal that's in front of me with um with the things i've learned like i literally was learning a lot so so when when you did the challenge did you write every day about your feelings did you write about your progress like how did you how did you document that so at first it was hard because i don't really do journals like Mm -hmm. i don't do a diary type of thing i never did that um so at first i was like all right well i need to write something like Mm -hmm. i don't know so i would just randomly just say all right today i'm starting my challenge blah 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 then the following days got easier Mm -hmm. and um i'll pay attention to words people Mm -hmm. will say like again first 40 days that just triggered a whole challenge for me Mm -hmm. so like i listen to people and like people will say certain words like maybe it's transformation mm-hmm. and that kind of stuck to me or core mm-hmm. and i'm like okay why is this why is this word like sticking out to me and then i'll like reflect on my day mm-hmm. like i'll do a meditation reflect mm-hmm. so with myself and i'm like okay how is this word like relevant to my day mm-hmm. so then i'll sit there and i'll be like oh this is what core means mm-hmm. and this is what it had to do with my day today mm-hmm. so i'll do stuff like that um I got like cards, um, like affirmation cards, mm-hmm. um, or like just random cards with um, self-help quotes on them, and I'll just randomly like shuffle them, see what quote I'll get, write mm-hmm. it down, and then if something triggered a thought mm-hmm. where I would just write, I'll do it. Um, so that's why I have like things in pink. Mm-hmm. Um, they're from. We're looking at her cards. journal right now. Huh? I'm telling them we're looking at your journal right now. (laughs) Yeah, we're looking at my journal. And I'll do, like, graphs. She has graphs. She has (laughs) graphs. Like, graphs. Like, my boy, I ran into him in the train one day. And he was like, oh, we're um, creatures of habit. Mm -hmm. And I was like, nigga, what? (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) And he just, like, went deep into it. And I was like, wow, I'm a Mm -hmm. creature of habit. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely a creature of habit. And that's why I did this whole chart. I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, cool. What am I a creature of habit with? Mm-hmm. And then I just started jotting shit down. Mm-hmm. So literally just paying attention to people and the interactions that we have. Because mm-hmm. I feel like, again, social media, we don't have this. We don't have the face-to-face mm-hmm. conversations. Mm-hmm. So every time I was around a coworker, a close friend, I'm like, okay, let me be present. Mm-hmm. Let me not check my phone. Mm-hmm. And see what I can gain from this. Because at the end of the day... Life is a master class, mm-hmm. and we need to be present to learn mm-hmm. the lessons. So I'm going to say this. Uh, so what do you have for people that, like, what do you have to say to people that look at you and they're just like, oh, she's too deep. Like, 
what the fuck are you talking about? And I'm sure that that's something you probably experienced in your life. You come from what uh, your family's Dominican, yes, right? Dominican. And so, what is it like when you're over here having these conversations with your family members, your cousins, and they're looking at you like this bitch is crazy? Like she thinks she's so woke. She's too like <laughs> like what what do you have to say to people who think or interpret this in that manner? I do my best not to judge. So I feel like. There's three different groups of people. It's my tribe, the people that just understand. Mm -hmm. You have the friends that don't understand, will never understand, but still try to Mm -hmm. understand. And then you just have the people that just, they're not fucking with it. Mm -hmm. Like, they're just like, I'm going to be me. You can Mm -hmm. do whatever the fuck you want. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to try it. Mm -hmm. So I've separated those people. And, like, with some of my family, I don't talk this deep. Mm -hmm. Like, it just never gets to that point. Mm -hmm. So I don't bring it to that point. I'm like, okay, cool. If we're going to be surface level, I'll do that. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Doesn't fuck with me. Mm -hmm. And then I have, like, um, other people and other friends, like family members, friends that are getting into crystals now mm-hmm. like I'll t- I have my crystals all the time mm-hmm. and like they'll be like oh what is that for and I guess they see that I'm like actually like always transforming and evolving and self-mastering to the point that they're like okay cool I kind of want to try this just to try it mm-hmm. I don't really believe everything she's saying but mm-hmm. you know I want to try and see how it works for me mm-hmm. I have those people and then I have my tribe that they're just like yes it's like uh. Mm-hmm. Like, they get it. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, I don't try to judge nobody for nothing. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to believe in what you believe in. Mm-hmm. At some point, I didn't believe in anything. Mm-hmm. Like, at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, my homegirl, who's my homegirl now, she was like, this model I met, she literally gifted me with a random ass rose quartz. Mm-hmm. And for me, I was like, wow, like, I don't really get gifts like that. Mm-hmm. So, the fact that you gave me a crystal... Mm-hmm. And, like, literally the week before, I was kind of manifesting one. That's just the Mm -hmm. whole sign. So, like, after that, I started doing my own research. Mm -hmm. And now I believe what I believe in. Um, I believe in self. So, Um. (laughs) And can you elaborate what that means? I believe in self. What does that mean? I believe in me. Like, I don't know. I feel like we always look outside of ourselves to believe in something. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, yeah, this is definitely a higher power. Mm-hmm. But if I don't believe in myself, none of this shit is going to align with me. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. so I believe in myself um, and in my energy and what I'm giving out to the world. Like, I hold the power at the end of the day. Um, you hold the power to manifest, to... Yeah, to get my shit together, to align myself, to, like, live the life that I want to live. And I work very hard to be at this point mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of shedding. Mm-hmm. So I don't judge anybody... Um, that doesn't get it mm-hmm. again if it resonates with you then maybe you're my tribe and you'll mm-hmm. come around and you'll find me you find a way to find me mm-hmm. and like talk to me and like get words of wisdom or whatever you need from me mm-hmm. like it's a service like mm-hmm. i'm here to give out that love mm-hmm. regardless mm-hmm. but i've had people tell me like yo you're too dense mm-hmm. and, and surprisingly it was like a a, a past relationship that mm-hmm. told me that mm-hmm. um They told me I was too dense. And I was like, you know what? And that's what I'm purging as well. Um, Because I told you I'm purging. And I'm like, you know what? That's okay. Mm -hmm. I'm dense for you because Mm -hmm. you haven't even gone within Mm -hmm. yourself to Mm -hmm. get to where I'm at. Mm -hmm. So I can't judge you. Mm -hmm. You're going to meet me where you met yourself. Mm -hmm. And if I'm too much for you, then I'm just not for you. Preach, preach, preach. Okay, no, yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. I feel like when you're growing in a different direction, that's what I'll say. When you're growing in a different direction, it's it's hard sometimes because you have the people that that have known you your entire life. To them, you'll always be little Nancy, or to them, you'll always be the person you were in the past, right? So sometimes it's hard to like. I guess still to just be on that journey because it's like they just look at you weird and different and you kind of have to let them go and it's kind of like you have to just leave everybody behind and rebuild everything i feel like that's why i'm like focusing more on partnership Mm. um in friends and like in lovers Mm. like spiritual partners Mm -hmm. because i'm like yo it's either you're gonna agree to like be in this path with me in life mm-hmm. to like self master and just evolve together like mm-hmm. we can help each other 
or you just not gonna be around like we just not gonna align mm-hmm. and that's just what it is mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people that I've outgrown mm-hmm. even before I hit like I guess the peak of my spirituality and that's okay like cool you came into my life you told me what you had to teach mm-hmm. me and now I have to outgrow you mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna shrink myself to meet these people anymore because mm-hmm. once I do that I get anxiety mm-hmm. and I'm like wait something feels off and it's because I'm bringing myself down to match somebody else mm-hmm. like no you should be looking at me or looking at somebody else that's spiritually like aligned and awakening and like get motivated like hey I need to get my shit together like I just need to you don't have to believe in what I'm believing mm-hmm. but you need to evolve mm-hmm. you can't stay stuck and stagnant mm-hmm. forever mm-hmm. like <laughs> you gotta look at these people and be like wow okay like let me literally like figure out my life and like align myself with shit because like people just like comfort mm-hmm. i don't like comfort then mm-hmm. that's where the outgrowing people comes to play mm-hmm. like people are very comfortable in the people that they have around mm-hmm. the situations they're in and it gets to a point where they repeat history over and over and over again and there you're not growing you've had the same problem mm-hmm. for 15 years yep the same problem <laughs> for 15 years yep and then they'll be like this is god's will in my culture that's what they do really they'll be like this is god's will for me wow. i'm like all right go stand in the middle of the street and then let's see if whatever god will you're talking about and see if you don't die mm. i think a lot of times and just like I don't necessarily, I'm not, like, well-informed about spirituality and all that. But I do know that, like, where I come from, religion is a big thing, right? And I feel like a lot of people don't realize that they still have themselves left, right? Like, the self is still there. And whatever it is that you want to master, whether it's religion, whether you want to be rich or whatever, like, you have to train the self, Mm -hmm. you know? And not, like... Training is not always necessarily what we grow what we grew up learning. Training is not necessarily what our parents gave us, right? Because that can only get us but so far. Mm-hmm. And like when you realize that, it's like the world just opens up to you. Like that's what happened to me. And mind you, I'm not even like I don't know. I wouldn't say that I'm spiritual. I don't know what the fuck I am. But <laughs> like just in my in my journey of just learning and growing, I'm just like addicted to learning about mm-hmm. how I can be better. You know. Okay. How I can live better, how I can feel better. I still believe in God. I'm still a Muslim. I still pray. Yeah. But um, I just feel like, yeah, it's the whole idea of just like power. Like I, I have the power, and I think a lot of people don't look at life in that way anymore. And then even you see people, they'll look at somebody and what they'll see what you wear, they'll see the clothes you have. That's what they're attracted to. Mm-hmm. But. Like, no one cares about the person. That's why, like, right now, like, you know, opportunities, different things are happening in my life. And people that I've known all my life will hit me up and be like, let's hang out. But I'm like, I've known you all my life. Mm -hmm. You didn't want to hang out with me before. You wasn't hitting me up trying to hang out before. Why you want to hang out with me now? You know what I'm saying? And it's just interesting to me because I've always been this person. Yeah. So the things that attract people to you like it's never well unless they're a tribe and they understand like the journey that you're on it's it's not always the self it's always the external yeah and that's just i don't know and that's why i kind of said like i believe in myself Mm because we always and i do it a lot still we always go to the outside world Mm -hmm. to like get these answers Mm -hmm. and feel better feel empowered and Mm -hmm. it's like no, because mm-hmm. guess what? You're going to go outside, get what you need, and then that's going to disappear. And what you got? You still yourself. Got yourself. You still got to come back home to who? Yourself. yourself. <laughs> you know, like, it's, it's, it's important. And I love that there's a journey. There's a new, I don't want to say, but there's just a new thing where, like, people are more trans- transparent about, like, mm-hmm. their processes and their, their journey. And I think it's just so beautiful and so important. Um, but I also find that a lot of times people only get there when something really bad happened, mm-hmm. right? Like, we have a harder time being proactive and creating these habits. We only do it when, like, something bad happens. So, like, would you have that similar story or did you just... I feel like I had that for a minute where it was like, all right, um, 
I'm back at square one. Mm. We're back at this fucked up place. Mm. And I'm like, all right, well, time to go meditate and like do something spiritual so I can feel better. Like, I'll do that mm. like subconsciously. Like, oh, something bad happened. Let me go meditate. Let mm. me go buy a crystal. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And then, or like people that just go and pray to God and they're like, all right, let me go to church because mm-hmm. I just lost my job and mm-hmm. I just got hit by a, a fucking butt. Like, I don't know, weird shit. And I'm like, it'll get to a point that you're going to fall on your knees time and time after again and you're going to, like, go get this crystal, go outside and external shit. You're going to get external shit mm-hmm. until the point that you're on your knees and you're like, you know what, sis, you need to get your shit together mm-hmm. and you need to do that inner work like you need to be meditating regardless you need to be giving thanks Mm -hmm. no matter what Mm -hmm. like i remind myself every time i do have a great day Mm -hmm. or a bad day Mm -hmm. yo give thanks regardless Mm -hmm. give thanks for life shine a light on somebody like and i love that you do that too like Mm -hmm. just give give thanks and shine a light like tell somebody that they're doing great you know just practicing positivity like the keyword is practicing like practicing yes that's the thing that's hard you gotta practice that and i'm like yeah you'll get to that point where it's like all right i hit rock bottom again with probably the same situation and Mm -hmm. you gotta question yourself like yo what do i want Mm -hmm. that's when you really find out Mm -hmm. like who you are like all right what do i want and why do i want it yes what do i want and and those are all the questions i want it that's so important. And how are you going to get that? Like, what mm-hmm. are you going to do mm-hmm. to get that? Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like a lot of that, you have to give up a lot mm-hmm. to gain what you want. Mm-hmm. And people are scared of that. That's mm-hmm. where that comfort kick in. Mm-hmm. They're like, fuck, I got to let go of this. Mm-hmm. This makes me comfortable. Mm-hmm. All right. Then you don't really want what you, you're manifesting or you're trying to manifest. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, like, don't do anything without intent. Like Solange said. Like, that's yes, real. Listen. Yeah. Like, what is your intent? And, like, are you willing to let go of all of it? Like, you're going to have to destroy your whole home to have a new one. Like, everything. You can't keep not one thing. And, like, that's been the scariest and hardest part of the journey. Because it might happen more than once. Mm -hmm. And guess what? It's okay. Mm -hmm. Like, you're evolving. Mm -hmm. You're becoming your new self. Mm -hmm. So... Or not, in, and I wouldn't even even look at it in a sense of like you're becoming your new self. Um, I wouldn't look at it like that. I would say you're becoming another form of yourself, right? Another part of yourself because it's all in us. Mm-hmm. We we go as far as we're willing to explore within ourselves, right? And we we are who we accept to be. And I feel like a lot of times people are like, "This is just how I am. This is just who I am." And it's like you're not giving yourself permission to meet other parts of yourself and i think that's so important um but again like i i struggle because and i don't talk about i don't have these conversations with everyone right Mm -hmm. because i i understand like who i can have this conversation with with and who i can't but it's just always so hard for me because you know there's always people that you love in your life a lot of people and it's like you see those patterns and you want to like help so much and that's the boundary and that's the boundary (laughs) like (laughs) i felt that because that's the boundary um and that's where you have to like sit there and ask yourself all right are you willing to give up all your energy to help somebody that might not need the help or not want the help or like, even no, I not know that they need the help yeah like I do you really want to like drain yourself to yeah. help somebody else mm-hmm. you're trying to fill that cup and be drained like that's the boundary with yourself with yourself yeah because some people will like not knowingly be like all right yeah just help me mm-hmm. i'm not gonna listen to you but just come help mm-hmm. like they don't have boundaries mm-hmm. so you gotta be mindful of like all right does this dude or this girl have boundaries mm-hmm. like are they looking out for me and mm-hmm. themselves? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? They're looking so, out for themselves. Yeah. So, like, people that don't know boundaries, that don't want the help, don't help. Like, don't help them. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry, but don't. No, like, I mean. I've done that. Yeah. And it's draining. It is. It absolutely is. It's, so it's, it's draining. And it's like, and then the lack of accountability that comes with the actions, too, is another thing where it's just like. And when I say don't help them, I don't mean it in, like, some malicious way either. You have to help yourself first. Yeah, help yourself and, like, 
you know, you you can point where they need to go, but mm-hmm. you can't drag them there. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. just keep them at a distance and love them either way. Mm-hmm. Like I've learned that. I'm like, all right, cool. Even though I can't fuck with you like face to face, we probably can't be in the same room. I'm gonna still send you love mm-hmm. from a distance. Mm-hmm. Because if, even if here. you hold on to the hate, you're hurting yourself. Yeah, yeah. hate is like the. That's you keeping a connection. Mm-hmm. That's how you keep a connection, mm-hmm. hating somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, love and hate is is kind of the same shit. Like, it's in the same circle. It's, it's just manifested in different ways. Yeah. Okay, so um, so so you don't have to help everyone. So now, as you've embarked on this journey, uh, how is the I guess the dating or love life like? How is that? working out for you i know that's like a little bit deep but i'm i'm guessing that you had to let go of partners in the past because Mm -hmm. you've evolved and you've changed how did you go about letting go and like how are you going about making new connections um i feel like i'm still letting go um because for me recently i've had a lot of confirmations Mm. happen with the past it was just like things that I already knew that are now coming out in the light. Mm. Um, but these people are still doing old things, old habits, mm. um, and trying to be manipulative mm. and stuff like that. So I'm still letting that go. But with that, I'm learning like, okay, cool. Who was I before and who do I want to be now? And how can I get to this place now? Mm. And I'm aligning myself with a lot of like, People like myself, mm-hmm. which is very refreshing because mm-hmm. it's like, wow, you get it. Mm-hmm. Like, you're listening mm-hmm. and you, you want to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, so that takes me back to the spiritual partners. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, I feel like I'm dating myself. Okay. Which is lit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dating myself. Um, um, I'm spending more time with friends and, like, people I don't really see often mm-hmm. and connecting outside of a phone. Mm-hmm. Um just so I can learn how to be around different people and mm-hmm. see and learn their dislikes and likes, mm-hmm. um, which is something I feel like I didn't do before mm-hmm. in my, I guess, intimate relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm doing that with friends. And also, I'm focusing more on accepting people as individuals, mm-hmm. like what I told you earlier, mm-hmm. letting people be, mm-hmm. being okay with what people decide to do with mm-hmm. their lives. Because mm-hmm. it's their life. Because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you can't tell me, hey, you can't wear orange. Mm-hmm. Nigga, what? <laughs> like, and I can't tell somebody else, oh, you can't do this. And you can't, like, I feel like we become controlling when we are in relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm removing the word relationship and I'm aligning myself with spiritual partners. Again, that could be lovers and friends, family members, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I say all of that to say that I'm taking the time again to learn people, Mm. learn myself, Mm. um, allow people to be and learn the real definition of unconditional love. Mm. So when I do find my life partner, Mm. we just know what we're doing. Like, that's going to be my homie. (laughs) Like, that's going to be my friend. We're going to have our foundation, but we're also going to be partners in life. We're going to walk together down this path. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even have to be the same path, but we're gonna have the the same or similar destination, mm-hmm. which is growth. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I respect that. I feel that. That's where I'm at too. <laughs> so um, I respect that. I just I and I guess I asked you that question because we 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 are in a creative uh, community, yeah. you know, and we all we somewhat interact with similar people and. I think that it's interesting when you start to grow what happens with the people that you've known. <laughs> I'm going to just leave it at that. So I wanted to know your take on that. Um, you posted a video with about this lecture between Nikki Giovanni and James Baldwin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we talked about this briefly, but I, I want to touch on this topic again because mm-hmm. this is forever my favorite video. Can you talk a little bit more about that video and, and, the, and what you took out of it? So Nikki Giovanni, she was saying lie to me too. Mm-hmm. Um, was it James Baldwin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was telling James Baldwin like lie to me too because... 
men, maybe not men. Let me not do that. People like to people please. Mm-hmm. Um, people don't know the difference between being nice and being kind. Mm-hmm. Being nice is being fake. Mm-hmm. Being kind is like, oh, even if you're a dickhead, I'm going to show you love and I'm not going to connect myself to you. Mm-hmm. But being nice is like, all right, you're a fucking asshole. I hate you. Like, mm-hmm. I actually don't like you, mm-hmm. but I'm going to do something nice for you. Mm-hmm. And it's like not done in good intent. Mm-hmm. Or it's, it's done and maybe just like, because you want something, something, you need something from that situation. It's not unconditional. Mm-hmm. So you know, she's like, lie to me too. Like, we're together. You supposedly love me, mm-hmm. or whatever the situation is that they were um, making up. And it's like you so willingly go to little Tommy down the block. Don't like this nigga, but give him everything that I'm trying to get mm-hmm. or that I'm working to get and I mm-hmm. deserve to get from you. Mm-hmm. You give it to somebody you don't even like because you want to please this person mm-hmm. to get something in return. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, your girl at home or your boy at home mm-hmm. is doing everything that they need to do to love you, mm-hmm. support you, mm-hmm. but you're giving them all the trash, mm-hmm. all the heavyweight. Mm-hmm. You're just like, nah, fuck it. Like, this is what you're gonna get because you love me and mm-hmm. you're gonna support everything about me. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna just give you all the ugly. So I'm like, I made videos after that specific video, just saying that that's trash. That's kind of trash. Mm-hmm. It is, and that, but that's just the reality of the world that we live in. People don't love. That's that their, comfort. Yeah, that's that comfort. People don't love the people that are there for them. They don't respect and honor them the way that they should because it's almost like an expectation. Hello. Going back <laughs> to the beginning. Yeah. It's like something that we expect from these people. So it's like... Yeah, you expect me to tolerate all the bad. Mm-hmm. But it's like, bro, can I get balanced? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't mind you being human mm-hmm. and fucking up and being upset. Mm-hmm. But when you come into the crib and that's all you're giving me... Mm-hmm. No. It's toxic. It's toxic. Mm-hmm. You expect me to tolerate bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I don't got time for it. Especially if I'm seeing you, again, making people you don't even like happy. Mm-hmm. Like, no. Mm-hmm. Like, there needs to be a balance. And I feel like people like that don't understand the definition of love. Because mm-hmm. that's not what it is. It's, yo, preach. Love is not me taking every jab you throwing at me bro because i'm gonna throw it back and you're gonna be tight yeah and i think (laughs) i think that concept especially for the new generation of men and women Mm -hmm. i think that concept comes from like looking at our parents and how they were with with their relationships right Mm -hmm. like we see our mothers or our fathers suck it up because of love right in my in my uh, situation i've seen a lot of women from my culture they Literally, like their husbands do not take care of them, do not mm-hmm. love them, and they will have the audacity to go marry another person on top of that, yep. not take care of their kids. And then when these women complain, a lot of times they'll tell them, Munyo Fekye, which means like, um, it means uh, this too shall pass. Like, mm-hmm. you just have to like live through it because this is what God. This wow. is a life that God created for you. And you see all these women and they're constantly sucking it up and sucking it up because that's their role as a wife. You're supposed to take care of your man. Whatever he does, he's not wrong. Just please him, right? And then you see that. And even not like in a lot of people in Dominican communities, I've heard about that as well. Mm-hmm. And then you watch these men grow up and they see their mothers and fathers. And then when they come to you in 2019, yeah. They expect you to do the same thing. Yep, and that's a dub. And I just be looking at you like, bro. <laughs> and that's that inner work that I'm talking about. Literally watching and being aware of shit like that. And unlearning to learn. So unlearning all these badass habits, all these fucking unhealthy boundaries to make space to learn proper healthy boundaries. boundaries. And, and not feeling like you're a sucker for doing that because... It's normal. The same way we got to code switch, the same way you got to go to school and learn how to work the system so you can be successful. It's like people are not willing to do that same thing when it comes to love because they, they don't even think that that's something that should be worked on because love is just natural and it's just supposed to happen. Listen, I love myself. I love my friends. I have love. Love is out there. Yeah. So for anybody that's going through like bullshit like that, go like yeah. leave, love yourself more and it's, it's a matter of I, I don't think even to me when i look at it i'm just like there's the word love but again it's all about practicing love right what it actually means yeah people are like oh yeah i love you and Thanks. i'm like oh okay because guess what love is an energy it, if it, i don't feel it it's not there 
if I do not feel the love is not there. And it's so interesting <laughs> because there'll be people that'll be like, I'm trying to love you. You are, but I feel like you're trying to love me from your understanding of love and I have a different definition of love so the love you're giving me is not really touching First or connecting all, with me. They're fucking up by saying trying. Stop trying and do it. That's it. It's that simple. Hello. <laughs> Listen. Stop okay. trying. Remove the word trying and just do it. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like that topic, we've been talking for an hour now. <laughs> like, that topic we can go into forever and ever. But, so, do you have, like, a final lesson of what you drew from that video that would wrap it up? For me, I just feel like it just helped me realize that that's something that's been happening forever. Because I still feel like that's how people view love nowadays. You know, you suck it up and take it because mm-hmm. you love me. And I thing. just... I just feel like it just i just i'm not going to expect i'm not going to accept that like that's just not what i'm going to accept from anybody from that video i feel like i'm i'm still gonna stand in my truth like i don't i've made a another video another post probably on a random ass day where i'm like i don't like nice people i don't i don't like nice people i like kind people because that's what i am so i'm gonna stand in my truth and I'm going to hold myself accountable with that. But also, what I took from this video is that I don't want that relationship. That's why I'm saying I'm removing relationship and now I'm moving into partnership. Mm -hmm. You're my partner. We're side by side. Mm -hmm. Everything is communicated. The love is mutual. Mm -hmm. It's unconditional. Mm -hmm. And it's going to take some work to get there, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's two people. Mm -hmm. But that's the point. Mm -hmm. Of partnership, we're challenging each other. We're telling each other this. Mm-hmm. We're not being nice. We're being kind. Mm-hmm. We're learning how to listen and redefine the word love. Mm-hmm. And we're learning how how to appreciate each other at mm-hmm. that. Cause like that shit is why mm-hmm. I don't like nice people, and I've been in that situation too, mm-hmm. where I'm like, bro, are you dumb? Like, are you, <laughs> like, dead are you ass? dumb? <laughs> like you over here, literally people pleasing people you don't even no. like and you loosely call your friends mm-hmm. but then somebody that you just said oh i, I love you mm-hmm. blah 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 mm-hmm. you're not even spending time with you're not even communicating with mm-hmm. you just getting angry with mm-hmm. why are you getting angry with me and not them mm-hmm. like so enough of all that bullshit <laughs> Because I'm here for the partnerships and the real unconditional love. You feel me? Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm just hoping that we collectively, as a people, um, you know, get that together. Because yeah. I feel like we are. I feel like I think everybody's we are. waking up. I think everybody's waking up, and I think that it's going to be a process. But to me, it's just interesting because... I feel like love in 2019 is so different and so weird. And sometimes I'm just like, was I born in the wrong era? Like, I know so many women that, like, (laughs) complain about, like, like, it'd be like, I I just know so many women that are always complaining about, like, partnerships and how Mm. they're struggling to find someone. And I find that a lot of women are a little bit more ahead in terms of, like, this love unconditional love quest or whatever and the people that we want to be partnered with are not necessarily there there yet so maybe that's not your partner also because i feel like that's all ego shit because like i started rereading um my book the untethered soul and it's talking about how when we can't control the outside world we'll internalize it mentally Mm. And, you know, we recreate the scenario in our heads, but we start manipulating it in our heads because mm-hmm. that's the only place we have control. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like that's when we start expecting shit. Mm-hmm. And then that's when shit doesn't unfold how we want and we get tight because mm-hmm. all we're controlling is our mind and that scenario in our heads. Mm-hmm. You can't control somebody out here. Mm-hmm. You can't be like, yo, you're going to be my partner. Mm-hmm. No, that's your ego. That's all in your head. Mm-hmm. If it don't work, if we're not equally yoked, Mm-hmm. We're not gonna work, and that's another lesson <laughs> that I'm also learning in life right now. That lesson right phone. there: love and ego and how that shit <laughs> do not go together. Mm-mm. 
right? <laughs> We're going to leave it at that. Okay, so, um, wow, such a great conversation. All right, well, I mean, <laughs> we touched on a lot today. But what advice do you have for anyone who is on their healing journey right now? Uh, stand firm in your truth. Um, I, that's something I definitely struggled with at first. Where I thought, I don't know, I just thought my truth wasn't my truth because people try to manipulate it a lot. And then when I started just standing firm in it, I'm like, no, nigga, this is how I feel. This is how I'm moving. That's when everything just started aligning. Things started unfolding for me within the journey and I started learning more and then that's how I'm here um with the knowledge of healthy boundaries and learning my old habits um so just stay firm don't let nobody tell you how to fucking go through your journey or your path um and don't don't lose hope and I say that because Timing is a construct. And, like, everybody else might be going faster, a little bit slower than you, at the same pace. Like, just let it unfold how mm-hmm. it needs to. Mm-hmm. And divine timing shit is going to just happen for you. So, Cool. And then, I don't know if you explained this, but I do want to know, again, what was the moment that sparked this journey for you? Um, I think 2015, I just felt very, still very shy, very like boxed in. Um, and I think I started college. I was probably in college, 2015. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm tired of feeling like this. I don't know what the fuck the feeling was, but I'm like, this don't feel right. Mm. Like, I'm tired of feeling like this. Like, mm. I know this is not me. Mm. And... From there, I don't know how I started, but it happened. So, mm-hmm. and now we're here. Okay, so you talked a bit about something orange, mm-hmm. but I know that Instagram is not something orange. Not something orange. So, can you talk a little bit about that, what it is, and what you hope to do with it? Not hope, Ooh. but what you will do with it. Let me just manifest that. So, right now, it's not something orange. At first, it was something orange, but that seems to be like very just. Orange? <laughs> very generalized I'm just like oh, okay then I looked at the hashtag and like it's just random shit mm-hmm. um, it started off as me just like putting something on my story I was going to like a New York Fashion Week interview I literally saw a random ass cart that was orange mm-hmm. in the middle of the street mm-hmm. in Williamsburg I was like oh something orange like, I don't fucking know <laughs> I don't know and I like took a photo and I just literally hashtag that mm. And I guess people thought that that was like a movement. It is. A <laughs> now it is. We're manifesting that. Um, and people just started tagging me on shit mm. and putting something on it. So I was like, yo, this is fire. Mm. Like, maybe this is the universe giving me a gift and I just need to, you know, hold on to it mm. and keep it pushing. Mm. Um, so I did that for a while. And then now is my initials. Like, I don't oh, know if people right. know that. Nancy something. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy something. <laughs> My middle name is really Hispanic. Um, you know what's okay? This is like so <laughs> off track, but okay. So I feel like a lot of girls that like who I know are like either Dominican or Puerto Rican hate their middle names. Mm-hmm. Like my fourth grade teacher, she has this middle name. I don't know what it starts with, mm-hmm. but she hated it so much. Yeah. And like she told told us that if we graduated from a college or something like that, she yeah. would tell it to us. So I actually have to go back, Miss Arrigo, <laughs> and figure out what your middle name is. Figure it out. But yeah, like I mean, I funny. love my name now, my middle name, but it's hella Berkeley's. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Maybe I'll tell you at the end. Okay, um, but that's just like a sidebar, like. <laughs> but yeah, so N A is the middle name. Yeah, I mean the the initial. N- yeah, nah, is my initial. So I was like, let me make it more personal and put not something orange, okay, so gotcha. I can just make it different and people can find it easy, mm-hmm. um, easier. And so I did that for a while, and like I kind of stopped just tagging shit orange. I'm just like, you know what? I wanna just find it and i post it on social media people still will tag me on stuff to this day and i'm thankful for that because it's, it's, it's dope just yeah. to see that and like people will hit me up and they're like yo i really fuck with this something orange and yeah. i'm like oh thank you and they're like yeah like 
every time I see something orange now, I'm just like, I think of you. Yeah, you literally <laughs> gave orange a whole new definition. Damn. Like, when yeah. I was younger, orange used to be my favorite color, yeah. but then it changed. But right. it's like, now I'm just like, damn, like, she just does it so well <laughs> that, like, she you, you just re- redefined the whole orange movement. I feel like that was also the point subconsciously, just to change, like, the meaning of it, but... The color orange is known for creativity, happiness, joy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I feel like I embody that. Mm-hmm. Um, or I do my best to embody that. You embody that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, like, yeah, it's, right now it's a hashtag. I have a page that's not something orange. Um, again, I'm laying low, and I'm working on the something orange. Okay. Right now, like, I can't give you a definite meaning for it. Okay, so we'll just have to tune in. Yeah, and follow the journey. Yeah. So you guys should definitely follow Nah Something Orange. Mm-hmm. N-A-H Something Orange. Now we do. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on and sharing your uh, healing journey with us. Thank you for having me. Um, I always enjoy talking to you, so <laughs> thank you for coming. Um, tell the people where they can find you. You guys can find me on Instagram or my website, NYC Goblin. Um, you can also find me on Twitter, but I'm off of that. That's too much. Yeah, I don't like, I don't, I don't have a, I have a Twitter account, but I never use it. Niggas is opinionated there. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good with the good vibes. You feel <laughs> me? Um, so, yeah. So, find her at NYC Goblin. Uh, this is just me. I, I think that. Yeah, follow her, honestly. <laughs> I really would say that. Follow her. Um, I learned a lot. And, you know, the goal is to have people come on here and teach us shit, you know? Teach us how we could be better. So I would definitely recommend that you guys follow NYC Goblin. And follow her journey. Uh, talk to her. DM her. Ask her questions, right? Okay. You open to that? Oh, yeah. Hit me up. I'll right. respond. She'll, re- she'll respond. There <laughs> I'll you respond. Go. She'll respond. <laughs> yeah thank you thank you thank you thank you and we're excited about your journey so i want to have you come back on as you're um growing through this and we we want to follow your process i'm with it okay let's do that so we'll see you next time yeah all right thank you